What's up, everybody? This is the Betrayed, the Addicted, and the Expert. My name is Brandon, and I am the Expert. And I'm Ashlyn, and I was the Betrayed. And I'm Kobe, the Recovering Addict. What you're gonna get is three unique perspectives on recovery and tools for hope and healing. All right, so let's talk about addiction's best buddy. Um, <laughs> and uh, you know, this addiction can't exist without this. And so it's very important. So what we're gonna talk about today is denial and um, why denial is um, essential for addiction to thrive and, and do well. And uh, we'll, we'll break down different forms of denial. Um, it's, it's really helpful to understand what it is because once you see it, once you know it, then you can start catching yourself in it. Oh man, that's the truth. Yeah, and it's 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 also not very fun to do that. But <laughs> that's it's, also the truth. <laughs> yeah. Um, so first, let's talk about what it is. Okay, uh, define it a little bit. So let me ask you guys what what's your understanding of what denial is? That's a fair question. I, I don't know if I could give you like a clinical definition as much as I could give you like real life. <laughs> <laughs> experience or like a, an example what it like. yeah what it looked like I don't I think maybe Ashwin you're probably best suited to answer that question as it relates to me how did you see denial show up for me um one way was he would when he was choosing to go to 12-step before we'd found um, specialized therapy it was he'd come home and say like man I'm really not that bad mm. like they have these guys are so much like into it and I'm just not there and so I, f I feel pretty good or, like I'm not that that bad yeah there's guys that are way worse than me right so I, so, I, so there's I, two, I think there's two forms of denial there okay this is my job all day is picking out the <laughs> denial so so what you were doing is you were minimizing yes. your problem and and another thing you were doing is you were comparing so so you're you're making your problem out to be not as bad as it as it is and then you were using like a pawn. You were using other people to say, well, look at that guy. Mm -hmm. Therefore, my stuff isn't that bad, yeah. right? And, but, but let's back up just a little bit, okay? okay? So what's the, what's the point of denial? Like, why do we do it? Everybody goes into denial, not just addicts. Everybody goes into denial. If, if I'm going to try to answer that, I would say it's like the point of it is to keep me from really probably from feeling uncomfortable and from really facing like the pain of what it really means. Exactly. So, so reality is uncomfortable. It's painful. You have some pain in your life. Mm -hmm. And what denial does is it makes you not face it. So it's a separation from reality. That's all denial is, is you're, is you're not in reality anymore. So you're, you're, you're not facing that reality. And, and we, we, us human beings are very clever and we have so many different forms of denial and ways that we can avoid this reality and so and, and think about it when you separate from reality you can't do a couple of things um, you can't connect to somebody in a real vulnerable way because that person isn't in reality how do you connect to somebody who's not mm, actually even totally, there totally um, you can't regulate your emotions because you're not facing the pain you're not allowing yourself to feel your your avoiding whatever yeah. it is and so you can't stop and get mindful the opposite of of denial is mindfulness okay is that just, makes sense it's just being it in, makes a lot of sense actually because yeah, totally he's does. super mindful now it's like the absolute opposite so and, interesting. and what you're noticing Ashton with him and and we'll, we'll talk about this maybe on, on the next episode but 
um, you're noticing with him is that he's more grounded in reality. Yeah. And so you can connect to him now much more. So That's interesting. Yeah. Should we walk through some of the different forms of denial? Yeah. yeah. So let's first start with what, what, what it is and looks like for maybe the impact or the, what it looks like for the betrayed. And then part two will be what it looks like and how it manifests. Oh, you want to talk about the betrayed we're right doing, now? Yeah, I was going to talk about the addiction right now. Sorry. Yeah. Um, yeah, <laughs> let's I'll talk just... about what it looks like for the addiction. Perfect. Okay. Um, so um, what I would like to explain really quick is, is why you have to use denial for an addiction. Okay, so, so somebody, an addiction is when somebody is doing something that they don't want to do, but they're doing it anyways, basically. Right, totally, like completely. Yeah, completely. Um, the, the, it's self harm. It's you, you know they're numbing out in the short term. They're feeling good, but it's self harm. Yeah, and it's in, like I'm I'm li- I'm acting the way that I internally believe about myself. It's like like my actions are are, are in in step with what my internal beliefs well, about sure. my worthiness and so so, no so your addiction is is illustrating your shame, right? Yeah, totally. But but nobody would intentionally decide to go just harm themselves and hurt themselves. True. I mean, I guess they would, but if they have a lot of shame. Mm-hmm. But what happens like, you know, I, I had a client, she was an alcoholic and she was yellow because her uh, cirrhosis was so bad and she kept drinking. Wow. Well, how is that possible? Why would she take another drink when she could die with her next drink? Well, she, she can use denial this to justify and, and say, look, it's not that big a deal if I take one more drink, even though it is that big a deal. Yeah. Or she can use denial to rationalize and say, you know what, it's a good reason. There's a good reason why I should take this other drink. And so denial allows somebody to justify hurting themselves. It allows somebody to justify hurting their family members. And it, 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 there's that rationalization or that justification that says, look, it's okay for me to do a bad thing. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's a good idea for me to do something bad. So would it fit in where, um, I hear this a lot, like it's it's a normal thing for um, humans to seek that connection or to look at porn or to whatever. Yes, no? Well, okay, so that's so this is, that's an interesting question, Ashlyn, because um, that's, that's true. It's a normal thing for humans to seek connection, mm-hmm. right? Totally. Um, now, if I took it to this place of, look, everybody looks at porn, so I That's might as well he, yeah. look at porn and masturbate. And now now I, I'm using a form of denial called generalization. I'm okay. generalizing out saying everybody does it, so I might as well. And the reality is, is and this is, this is the reality that I'm escaping, is a lot of people might do it. Them doing it doesn't change the consequences of me doing it. And mm. so... I still have those consequences. I still have to deal with what is if I go out and do it. Yeah. So I, using them to justify doing it is denial. Yeah. Right. Do, totally. do you hear it? Oh yeah. Totally. yeah. For sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So, um, so let, it let's, just made it. It was like a little bit easier to, to like I said, to justify the idea of like, oh, everybody's doing this. I'll just do it. Or you know what I mean? It's like this is probably culturally normal. What's the harm? Right. Right. Everybody else is doing it. Yeah. Right. For sure. So, so here's here's the thing. The opposite or the, the the audience, listen to this. This is the <laughs> cure to addiction. Okay, I'm going to give you the cure. Um, wow. It, get ready. So, um, I'm actually bracing right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's rigorous honesty. Yeah. And it's rigorous honesty with others, but it's rigorous honesty with yourself. Mm-hmm. 
And if you're rigorously honest and you're not in denial, um, you know what you're choosing, you know what the consequences are, you're facing it, you're owning it. And if you're not in denial, then you're not gonna you're not gonna use, you're not gonna be be addicted. True. And and often oftentimes, I'm talking a lot today, but <laughs> okay. oftentimes, um, um, oh, what was I gonna say? Oh, oftentimes somebody doesn't even know how dishonest they are with themselves. Oh, yeah, that's so me. Right. Well, you start to believe those. It becomes that my reality, right? It becomes how I operate. It's your reality. You start to believe the denial. Mm-hmm. Somebody can sincerely be in denial. Like, look, really, this is how it is. This they believe it wholeheartedly, mm-hmm. but they're in denial. They're not facing reality. Totally. And so, so how do you get out of denial? Let's mm-hmm. talk about that and okay. what that's like. Um, do you know Kobe? I don't think I could. I don't think I could, could. I don't. I don't know. I don't think I could give you like the. I don't know. So there's two things. I might have done it, but I don't know. <laughs> what did I, don't, you I, mean, do? I just didn't know how I did it, honestly. Okay, there, you you have done it. I've seen you do it okay. in, in your work. Okay. Um, there's two things. One, you educate yourself about what denial is. Okay. And so, it's like when I like knowing how. Are you saying like knowing how denial manifests for me personally? Is yes. that what you mean? Yes, and then and then in general, like for okay. everybody. Okay. When when you start to get educated about denial, you see it everywhere. Mm-hmm. It's I mean, we're all in denial. It's and like when you start noticing like a big black truck, it's all lifted because you like that. Then you start seeing them everywhere. everywhere. <laughs> yeah, that's same de- thing. That's, like you start seeing denial. That's denial everywhere. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so I teach about denial all the time, and I'm. I'm working in my groups to help guys get out of denial. And I told myself, look, um, I'm not going to eat out this week at all. Mm-hmm. You're right. And uh, on the first day that I said no eating out, I was sitting in front of this massive burrito at a restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm looking at that burrito and I'm like, what's, what what's going on? Yeah. And uh, That's so great. And I thought, okay, how did I get myself here? Because... The, the biggest issue to me isn't that I'm going to eat that burrito. Mm-hmm. It's that I allowed myself to justify going to be there. And, mm-hmm. and what I told myself is, look, like you're in your office all day long. You need to get out. It's good to go somewhere, right? Treat no, I, yourself because you've been working really treat hard. Treat myself. Do you hear all the justifications and rationalizations? All I'm doing is like hearing, like I'm reliving in my life. <laughs> All the years, literally all the years of like, I deserve this. I deserve it. The entitlement, right? there's, yeah. there's a form of denial. It's like, I've worked so hard, or this has been a crap week, right. you know, any number of things. Right. Yeah, absolutely. So, but but see how helpful it is for me to sit there and and know, look, this is what I did yeah. to trick myself to, to, to get myself here. Yeah. So I kind of snap out of it. Yeah. So, so if an addict can start, if, if they're humble enough, and rigorously honest enough, uh-huh. they can start to say, "Whoa, this is what I do." Yeah. My my favorite forms of denial are comparing and yeah. minimizing and generalizing, and th- there's there's a bunch of forms of denial. Totally. And, and and we won't get into all of them today, but but if you can learn what they are and really understand that, uh-huh. then you can catch yourself in it. Okay. So based upon what he just said, Ashlyn, tell me how you saw um, denial manifest in my life. How do, how, do you can you? Well, the example I gave. Um, I don't know. I had that was like the easiest one I thought of. So, I, I think I think for me, just kind of connecting dots based on what you're saying, um, <clears throat> it was like oftentimes when I was out of town, like no, not oftentimes, 
whenever I was out of town working. Mm-hmm. Which um, was a lot. Which was a lot. I mean, I spent like four months of every year like on one continent or another that wasn't so, my own. So let me just say, already I can hear a form of denial, which is compartmentalization. So Ooh, what, interesting. Totally. what you're doing is you're saying, when I'm home, I'm one guy. When I'm on the road, I'm another. Yeah. So I can compartmentalize my life and say, it's okay for me to live th- this way here mm-hmm. and that way there. That's exactly yeah. how I lived. That was yeah. exactly it. And and I didn't want to be... It was easy to to act out on the road because I didn't have Ashland close. And then when I, when I was close and home, it was like, I don't want to get caught. Right. I, I was like in complete denial of the idea that that um, I was living a double life right? and that road life couldn't take place at home. right? And so when I was on the road, it was like, yeah, I'm going to just sit here on the so, TV. Somehow the consequences didn't exist when you were in Europe on yes. a business trip, right? Completely. Yeah. Completely. Denial. Yeah. And, um, and, and that, was, um, that was a big, big thing for me. But then also while, while I was out there, after I would relapse, um, it was it was this constant ping pong match back and forth. It's like, what's what's the least? Um, yeah, we have those technical issues too, guys. <laughs> it's all good. But but it was also like, what's the least um, amount I can share with Ashlyn, right? And, and which is also minimization. Rigorous, right? honestly. It was like, uh-huh. what's the least amount I can say to indicate that I've had a, a hiccup or an issue or a mess up yeah. without without going all the way into it or taking full responsibility. So I mean, it was like. It was like I put on a denial hat, and that was just how I operated, yes. especially when I was on the road, yes. for sure. Yep. Yeah, you're, you're describing denial. When, but- when I would go to 12-step, it was, again, it was the same kind of a thing. When I would get help, it was like, this isn't so bad. And, and in truth, because we didn't, have, we didn't find any specialists, and we didn't have like adequate, um, adequate specialized help, what I would do in my mind is I would take – um, a sliver of what was said by whatever therapist, general therapist, family, marriage, whatever. And I would use that to justify everything else. <laughs> yeah, totally. Totally. Yes. Like, pick apart something yeah, exactly. and like, that fits what Take I need. Take what you want. <laughs> exactly. Bits and pieces. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. And, and that, was, that was just, to me, that's just more manifestation of denial that just fueled, just literally fueled more addictive behavior. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're you're talking us through exactly how it works, and so okay, the first step is is becoming aware and educated of okay. what denial looks like, and 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 especially for you, what your denial really looks like. What my what my denial narrative was like. Yeah. Okay, I'm not as bad as anybody else. There's way worse people. Right. Um, it's only when I'm gone on the road. Um, I'm pretty good when I'm home. Like. Right. Are, yeah. Are those are those it? Because that was a lot of. What you know, went I just went to Hawaii for a week and just ate junk food the whole time. It's <laughs> awesome. And it was like snow cones. Look, I'm on vacation. You know, yeah, yeah. I can do this here. I can do whatever. Right. Totally. So it's it's helpful. Catch yourself. Like certain things that you do. Like just notice own, own the consequences consequences of it. If you want to eat a jelly donut, eat that jelly donut. Mm-hmm. But know why you're doing it and what it's gonna, how it's gonna make you feel, mm. and what it's doing to your body. Not, I want to do this because I deserve it. Totally. Um, it's not that big a deal. Yeah. And uh, that's all denial, right? Wow. So, so become aware and educated <laughs> okay. about what denial is. Totally good. The second thing that, and and this is why, you can't beat addiction on your own. Um, the the second thing that helps is have somebody notice it in you. So a good group, a good spouse who's supportive, a good sponsor, a good a good therapist will sniff it out uh-huh. and be willing to call you on your denial. And 
And um, if you want recovery, then you'll be humble enough to listen. Mm -hmm. But but what happens? Do you, do you know what happens normally when somebody gets called out on their denial? Defense? It's battle. It's shame. It's like yes, <laughs> that's it. You guys nailed it. It's defensiveness, battle, shame. It's awkward and uncomfortable yeah. because somebody's saying to you, "Look, you're lying. You're lying to yourself, and you're mm -hmm. caught in that lie." Mm -hmm. And it's and 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 also like I don't, you don't want to face the realities. Mm -hmm. And they're like, here's the realities. You're trying to avoid these realities. Yeah. Look, you're minimizing it. You're, you know, you're comparing. You're doing these things because you don't want to face what is, and this yeah. is what is. Yeah. And um, that's interesting. It's really uncomfortable. Okay, so I want to identify one thing just that came to my head through this is, um, <clears throat> as the addict in, in recovery, right? Looking back, I realized that this was like like addiction for me was like was like my blanket. It was it was something that had been there since I was seven. It was always there for me. Mm -hmm. It was there for me when things were hard. It was there for me when things were, were great. Um, but it was also thing that betrayed me the most and right. like threw me under the bus and sabotaged me and caused the most angst and pain in my life. That said, in those moments like what you just described, like the idea of letting go of my blanket, my addiction, is so scary because life without it. Was is that, like what is it altogether foreign? Yes, and super super scary. Right. Now I didn't realize that's what I was doing, but if you look at a kid who you're okay, you got it like a, a six year old. Okay, it's time to hang up the blanket, right? We're gonna we need to get rid of this. It's like right. no, right? No, like right. think about how I, that I, was, I was that kid where I fought my mom and letting go of my blanket when I was a kid, literally. And the same thing happened to me, metaphorically speaking, with my addiction. When you're a 33 year old man. Yeah. And, and somebody's calling you out and it's like, no, no, I don't want to give up yeah. that, that blanket. It right? was even worse when I was 37, actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but just, just kind of like um, offering a little insight to that, like as, as far as like when shame and, def and the defenses and the walls go up, it's like, I didn't realize it, but I was fighting for the one thing that, that was quote unquote comfort for me. Right. When things were hard. But right. it, was, it was the source of all the destruction in my life. So right. for Weird. me, I feel like that is when we would have those cycle fights of I would bring it up and he would minimalize and you know mm -hmm. compare and then I was the crazy one and it was this so totally. we just would talk wouldn't talk about it for a while mm -hmm. and then it would come back you know right and I think well, that, that that the trust issue that we had there was I wasn't I think that's because I wasn't safe for you and you weren't safe for me and so when you would bring up that stuff it was like you were like the mom yeah the I wasn't from the supportive me. spouse right. <laughs> right right and I think we're probably correct if, if we're wrong we're probably more the norm than we are the exception yeah. in that relationship, yes, right? Sure. Of of the addicted being able to take from the betrayed, yes. the truth of, of being called out with denial. Oh yeah, for sure. And 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 you know when you if you call your spouse out in denial, <laughs> you want to be careful with that. Yeah. And, and and there needs to be a level of trust and safety in that relationship to be able to say, hey, like this is what I'm seeing, or. Not you, you don't want to get in this mode of like, there it is, there's your denial. See, that's just you in denial. Is that us? Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but but I want to I want to make another point here, which is, uh, you know, addiction is an attachment disorder. Well, the the attachment disorder, how it manifests itself, is denial. You're detaching from reality, and so the the spouse is trying to connect to somebody who's not connected mm -hmm. and not just not connected but somebody who's constantly pushing them away yeah. um, and, completely and, and pushing away from reality that's what they're doing at least as a rule anyways sometimes I mean sometimes they're they know they're pushing away on purpose because they don't want them close and sometimes it's automatic 
but they're just not they're not grounded in reality and so mm. the spouse of an addict sex addiction drug addiction whatever addiction can really feel crazy because they're trying to get connection in the relationship mm -hmm. to somebody who's not able to connect and that denial and not connected just to is reality. like wall after wall right of, of separation between the betrayed so that's, yeah. that's part two right and that's what we're going to talk about next time okay yeah. this is really good so again so. just real quick to make sure that i understand this as far as what you're saying to remedy this if you're if you're the uh, addicted listening to this is i've got to educate myself understand just generally speaking what what um falls underneath the umbrella of denial and number two understand what denial looks like for me in my own life and number three have help from a sponsor a therapist uh, somebody, somebody that i trust that i can be vulnerable with to, to, to call me out and say Look, this is this is you're in denial right now. Yes. Yep. Okay. You know, in my groups uh, yesterday, I ran. Well, that's a really great place to do it. Uh, I, well, that that's what we do in group is we create safety and and connections so that we can get honest mm -hmm. and vulnerable. That's in a nutshell. That's what group is. And um, yesterday we had a kid who relapsed, and we didn't spend the the time in the group talking about how, you know his tools of what to do not to relapse again. Mm -hmm. Um, what we spent the time doing is really understanding the denial that he uses to get himself to relapse. And, and um, so, so, I mean, we could give him relapse prevention tools and all those things. They're important. But what he really needed to see was, how am I getting myself here? How am I lying to myself? What am I, how, how am I justifying? And what he was using was, he was, uh, he was using, there's, there's a, really powerful form of denial called mm. hopeless helpless hmm. and that's just you know i'm done it's it's hopeless so i might as well do whatever i want to do i think we call that a case of the efforts right? <laughs> yeah we call like, it that too. what's the point effort it's like it's effort. all yeah and it is powerful when you get there then you might as well do whatever you want to do totally and it, it's it's denial because hopelessness is always a lie things always move forward and and in addiction it and when you're in that depressed hopeless state you can justify anything. Yeah, that's interesting. And so, but the point I was trying to make is, is his group, they they love him and they connected to him and they said, look, this is what we're we're seeing, and so let's call you out on your denial, mm -hmm. so that you can see it too. And he was humble and he listened and he, I, I feel like he took it in. And yeah. Hopefully he'll yeah he'll work on not being in denial. That's awesome. So that's awesome. Ash, last word last word for you. Represent what it's like now to as the as the, the the betrayed to actually have life without denial for me because well, this is important for the for those who are out there to have hope with with what could be right well it seems impossible because we had 14 plus years of denial mm -hmm. um, and you more yeah. you know 30 plus years but now it is it's that honesty if i ask a question like i did this morning when we woke up it's rigorous honesty and safety and um I, I have that trust in him now that I never thought was even possible. Right. But it's, you know, how far into this have we gone? Right. And seeing actions every day of baby steps towards hope and progress. But you're, you're describing the foundation of a healthy relationship. One that's based in reality yeah. um, so that you can trust him. If you can trust him, then you can get close to him. You can have intimacy. You can have uh, the relationship that, that we all desire, right? Mm -hmm. But it has to start with rigorous honesty. And so that means it starts with you getting out of denial, yeah. right? That's interesting. So. That's awesome. Yep. Cool. All right. All right, guys. Uh, thanks for being here. Thanks for listening. 
Um, part two is coming up uh, on the next episode, so pay uh, you know pay attention to that. I um, also want to draw your attention to the website, uh, the Betrayed Addicted Expert. Yes. And uh, guys, we've got workshops that are coming up. I want you to take a look at that for they the schedule. They will be both schedule. online <clears throat> and local. Online yeah. and in person. We want to be able to, to reach people who are outside of our, our local vicinity um, who, who can show up because we realize that's that's actually pretty challenging. Um, and I guess any others what's as far as what's going to be there? Yeah. Well, that's it. Go check out our <laughs> workshop schedule. Awesome. Um, yeah. Okay, right. guys. Thanks for being here. Thanks All right, for being we'll see with you. us.